quick. It's just that easy. We are back with another episode of the Five on Five podcast presented to you by directmusicservice.com. Yo, minus one of the boys, though. We had to kick him out. He's on his way. Second. He's on no, his way. No, he's not. We kicked him out. Uh, he, he was fraternizing. He was fraternizing too much with uh, Crooked and them, so he might be over at the other podcast. So, oh my gosh, get yeah. real. Uh, promo code five on five f i v e o n f i v e. We'll save you some bucks over on directmusicservice.com. Nick just texted said he's going to be in here joining us. Yeah, he's got to um, come from the other podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Finan, <laughs> down the street from me, Jupiter Williams, and our special guest today. I. Vinyl queen. The vinyl queen. Yes, I have been a fan of this DJ since I saw her ripping it at Super Freako. All vinyl, all bangers, all night, nonstop. Make some queen's noise, ladies here. and gentlemen, queen's for DJ Edie. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh my goodness, I wasn't expecting all of that. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> That's a proper, a proper rollout for for a very what is it Monday. Yes, it is Monday. Monday. It's not Monday. Halloween yet. We're we're a week out from Halloween. We are yes, very close. Oh my gosh, this year is just flying by. No, yeah, October was like I can't believe it. It's I don't even over. remember where October started. It just, it's not a thing, right? Yeah. It's just like I haven't watched a single horror movie yet for October. I, mean, I don't know about you guys. You know, okay. No. I tried. There's a couple. Um I saw in uh what is it called? Insidious, Insidious, the the red door. So the newest one, it was ah, uh, it was very mid. Yeah. Um, there's this that new like show. That's like gruesome, right? Oh, like, uh. uh, not so much gruesome. It just okay. deals with uh, astral planning and ghosts and demons oh. and stuff. Okay. Yeah, oh. um, I can't handle the gruesome stuff like Saw and all saw, that. I don't no. do Saw. I don't do that. But the Fall of House of Usher. Oh, the fall I watched of that. House too. of Usher. Oh my God, it is amazing. They take all of Edgar Allan Poe's books, they put mm-hmm. them all together, they mix it in, they mix in a little bit of uh, secession. Um, okay. And it's just a, they mix in, it's just a ghost story. It's a very good ghost story. And it all centers around the Raven. Like the Raven is the overarching plot of it. And oh, it just comes together at the end so good. Mike Flanagan does not, I'm going to say, Mike Flanagan does not miss in October, y'all. There you go. There you go. That's your review. <laughs> Uh, Edie, have you watched any horror movies yet for Halloween? Uh, yeah, I, I love horror. Um, I saw The Nun 2 in the theater, yeah. as far Same. as seeing anything in the theater. And I, I was a little disappointed. Um, uh, I thought the first one was just more, the, it was just more aesthetic, aesthetically pleasing. Mm-hmm. Like it was just beautiful, like the landscape and the storyline really made more sense to me. But this one, it just wasn't scary at all and, and wasn't very like... Aesthetically. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I was disappointed. I, I, I was disappointed with it too. And it, it somehow like made uh what what is their names? Um Ed and Ed and Lorraine um, Lorraine. Yes. It made Lorraine Warren basically a um they they confirmed her medium with this movie mm-hmm. because they, they related her back to that nun right yes <laughs> and it was just so ridiculous they like rewrote history right there with this movie yeah pretty much. Yeah. Really? And, uh, yeah 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 like like literally rewrote history oh, <laughs> i love the conjuring i could watch a million yeah. conjuring Same. movies i'm in uh the devil on trial the devil on trial on netflix is the conjuring 2 
but the documentary version of it. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So watch watch that if you guys have a chance. It's the same like like I said, it is the conjuring too. Ooh. But the real version. I'm oh, in okay. for that. Yeah. I'm in for that. I'm here for all the spooky season talk early. We get it out of the way. Get out of the way while it's still light outside. Well, it's still light out. Yeah. As soon as it gets dark outside, I'm like, that's enough of that. We don't need to talk about scary shit anymore. No, I'm good on that. Um, Edie, you were just in Vegas, what, last week? Uh, yes, last week. Okay. Yeah, you are you are such a trooper. You're back and forth from L.A. to Vegas monthly? Uh, yes, monthly. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Is that a drive? So, uh-huh, I drive. Mm-hmm. You drive? Okay. You got the got the crates. You got to drive. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Huh? Um, I was flying, but I did feel a little bit limited with what I could bring, and so mm-hmm. I, I I love that I can uh, switch it up um, when I can bring like a, a full crate and a few bags. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Now, are are you? I see you have the forty fives in the background. What yes. is for a typical gig? So Super Freak goes like five hours, I would say, mm-hmm. right, with some breaks in between. Are mm-hmm. your primarily 12s and then do you bring 45s as well or no? Um, I definitely do both. Sometimes I, I just absentmindedly don't bring my 45s, mm-hmm. um, but that's only if I forget. But I try to intentionally always pack a few 45s because I've got some great singles in there. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I always try to mix it up. The the all 45 set is so stressful to me. I, I don't I've know. done that um, and I just, no, it's not for me. <laughs> no, no, no. Like I, I have. I, I tried it. That done. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. I, I did it a couple times, and I'm like, you can't even talk to people. You're just like blurting words at them and like grabbing records. And yes. like, it's not. And the thing. amount of, you have to carry so much yeah. with you as well. You yeah. know, yeah. you know, if you throw in a couple compilations, uh, mm-hmm. songs out of one record, uh. you know. Right, right. You like the key to that, the secret move would be the the killer A side, B side for the 45. But with with a 12, you get a little bit more wiggle room, I would say, and you get to chat with people. That's my whole thing, because people are going to come up to you and talk to you about the records. They're going to talk to you about what's being played. They're going to talk about their favorite artists or how this is the song that they had their first beer to or whatever. Absolutely. And and with a forty five, you're like they're just talking through you, mm-hmm. and you're grabbing records, and <laughs> it's chaos. It's total chaos. You're, so, you're quick mixing the entire night, basically. The whole yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> you know, and like there there is a good amount of dead air. Yeah, there's some silence yeah. in there. Like like <laughs> yeah, if absolutely. you're having any conversation with anyone, you're yes. Like, you're like, uh, hold on, you know. So the twelve, I'm like, you're gonna hear eight minutes of this song. Enjoy you know hang out sit back relax yeah yeah you know like disco is meant to be played long version too you know i play a lot of disco Mm -hmm. yeah and you know and like i know you play like a lot of new wave and 80s and stuff like that even that like the maxi single has so much more to it Mm -hmm. you know like like that's that's my jam so i know neek's gonna pop in neek just played 45s the other day uh, mm-hmm. for our buddy Charlie's birthday. So I'm curious to hear his take on things. Hey. There, right on time. Right on time. Let's Welcome see. Home. Your mic on? My mic is on. Nick, I already right. I already put the narrative out there that, that we've been beefing with you and <laughs> yeah, I kicked you out. So I uh, I'm back. 
shortest beef ever. It lasted uh, four minutes. I'm glad we worked it out. Yeah, we did work it out, man. It's been worked out. Uh, No, Nick, we were just talking about the 45 uh, versus 12 debate, and we had just spoke on this the other day. 45s and trying to talk to people and trying to DJ... (laughs) Forget it. Not a thing. Not a thing. It's a circus. I got three and a half minutes to figure this out. Shut up. (laughs) Sometimes people will just open their hearts up so much and you're like, I I gotta cut, I gotta go. Like I gotta turn up and get that next record, you know. Yeah. Um, There's so much more going on. I feel like people are more inclined to open up their heart when you're playing vinyl too. Oh, 100 percent they are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They get real nostalgic. They want to compliment you, and it's all very yeah, sweet. And they, they ain't really seen anybody play vinyl, too, out. And they have know. to express this to you. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Mm-hmm. They, they, have to, they have to tell you their backstory with how they used to collect vinyl. And oh, they yeah. tell you about their collection and how it's mostly opera music and Barry Manilow and, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. You know, and, and working at a record store, too, I see it, too. You know, people will always, they'll call and be like, Hey, do you guys buy vinyl? I have a bunch at home. They come in and it's all Christmas music and opera music and, you know, records broken in half and stuff like that. Comedy records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) A lot of that. And they're like, this is my record collection. I I don't know what you're going to do with that. (laughs) Like, like, I don't even, I don't even know. But I want to get in. I saved the battle for when Neek was here. We have a matchup today. What we do every week, we compare two artists head to head, their top five songs on Spotify. So we're going to go five rounds. We're going to go two artists today, and the two artists are The Clash versus Ramones. We've never done The Clash before? I guess we We've haven't. We've never huh? done The Clash before. Man, so we're yeah. going to get right oh, into this it. This is a good one. I like this. Go ahead. This is a good one. I, I think I'm going to open it up for everyone today so we can kind of we can kind of get some feedback. I'll chime we in. We haven't done we oh, haven't yeah. done a full. I Trav, I think you're going to know all of these songs. I'm pretty sure. I, I feel do. confident with that. Nick, I definitely sure I know you're going to know. I play ED, I, I played a lot of white gigs. I played a lot of white gigs up in Portland. <laughs> yeah. 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 This is yeah. I don't think anything's going to throw you for a loop here. This is like stadium. This is like yeah. stadium rock, you know, whatever. Round one, we're going to start with Edie. Uh, the Clash, Should I Stay or Should I Go? Or Ramon's Blitzkrieg Bop? Um, I'm going to have to go with like Blitzkrieg Bop for sure. Yeah. Okay. Same. Cool. Same. I, like, I actually like playing uh, playing the song a lot. I, I like I'll, I'll, play, I'll play it in the hood crowd too. That one works for the hood crowd? <laughs> no, it does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Uh, are universal. It's just so they kind of are, and chaotic and beautiful um, in comparison, and just uh, I don't know. It's very hip hop. As much as it is pop, is uh, as mm-hmm. much as it is punk, is very hip hop. So mm-hmm. for sure, I mean they're both sure. speak the same language, you know, yeah. punk and hip. Mm-hmm. Neek, uh, I'm Ramones on this one. Ramones. Okay, that's a sweep. Yeah. Round two. London Calling or I Want to Be Sedated? Oh, that's a hard Classics. one. Classics. Classics. Mm. This is this is classic material. This it's all yeah. gonna be classics. You're not yeah. gonna hear anything and be like, really? Oh, this, this isn't this isn't one of the ones where we're at the mercy of Spotify's algorithm. <laughs> it, no. It, it, 
it did the good job. <laughs> it's, it's it's interesting. Okay, I, I'll say it's going to be interesting. Ed, do you say London Calling? Sorry, yeah, I'm going to go for London Calling on that one. Okay, Neek Trap, any opinions? Thing. I mean, it's a toss up. So yeah, I'll, I'll do the same. Okay, they're both so, both classic songs. Split decision then. Yeah, second round goes to Clash. Round three, Rock the Casbah or Pet Cemetery, which is kind of surprising. Oh. That's the surprise for sure. Yeah. yeah. I think because Halloween. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, and um, there there was a new Pet Cemetery that just came out, too. Oh, yeah, there was like a remake. No, and then a sequel to that remake. Damn. Oh. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Don't even waste time. Don't waste time. Don't waste time. Don't waste time. Both oh, of them were terrible. Time. Both of them were terrible. Read the book, a Pet if anything. Cemetery sequel. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, they made like five pet cemeteries back in the nineties. And then they rebooted it in uh twenty twenty one, I believe. Mm-hmm. And now they just did a sequel to that reboot and it's just it's not yeah. it's too much. We it get is. it. First go around, you get it. Boom. We know what happened. Boom. We yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. We do. How's everyone feel on this round? Which way are we going? Casbah oh, or Pet Cemetery? Casbah for me. Yeah. Casbah. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Round four, train in vain. Or Sheena is a punk rocker. Sheena is a punk rocker, boy. Yes. Yeah, I was was like Ramones all the way on this one. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, Round five, last round. I fought the law or Ramones' Poison Heart, which is also surprising. (laughs) That was almost easy for me. At first, I was going to go automatically Ramones, but not for poison heart no yeah it's um, no we're going yeah clash. it's gonna be i fought the law for me mm-hmm. oh yeah, yeah definitely i fought the law that's yeah. too I mean, classic it's, it's it's way more classic than no no I'm good. the epitome of their message you know right true true right right all right well that was that was kind of split that was almost even but okay. we had to we had to go one way or another let's get into a little lightning round here uh Edie, these are just questions for you it's going to be a this or that one okay. artist stays the other is deleted out of existence out of existence yeah so, wow. you so you got to turn around that record take that record and frisbee it out the window oh dang in, okay. into oblivion yeah into oblivion okay, yeah. or if it. a little girl catches it and goes to school with it that's fine too so okay starting with 50 cent or jaw rule Oh, uh, y'all really <laughs> gotta go. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, Cardi B or Doja Cat? Doja Cat. She's gotta go. She's mm. gotta go. Okay. See you, girl. <laughs> Doja's out. Uh, Doja's out. Casey, too much. This... I could go into it for days, but she's <laughs> oh no, 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 go keep going. This is good. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. Good. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I just, uh, I try my best to find balance between separating the artist from their art, okay. and uh, sometimes it's really hard for me to do that. And uh, just knowing, um, just as a woman of color, being biracial, and her whereabouts within white supremacist chat groups, uh, yeah. right, it's just right, like right, hard right, for me right, to right. connect to. regardless Uh if it was her past but it seems like there's a lot of chaotic things going on there and uh it gets in the way of my feeling entertained by her that's fair for sure no whatever to each their own but she's got to go shout out to cardi b cardi b though i i fuck with cardi b and i and (laughs) i should consistent 
Yes, Cardi is very consistent. And hold on, yes. hold on, hold on. If we're gonna do that, we're gonna have to give a shout out to Partisan, Partisan Fontaine. Partisan okay. Fontaine. Okay. Partisan Fontaine wanna, writes all her verses. About, I want to talk about bongos and how bongos has been working for me. Oh, oh it has. I, I haven't gotten into it yet. I I, like I, that. I take the drums from bongos and then I put it on water from Tyler. Okay, Tyler. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I okay. then I switch it up and put. Tyler water on bongos. Ah, okay, okay. Let's go. Let's go. I see what you're doing there. Okay, bongos is too open. Is is such a wide open canvas. Wait, it's like grinding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah, it, it it was it was kind of aimless bars, but I like it. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's good. <laughs> I don't I don't want to go into too much of a tangent, yeah. but I saw that that song went to the top of the you, charts, and you I don't... get it. You don't want to show your fandom for Meg Thee Stallion and Cardi B too much. I love that I love song Megan so much. I love that song. Um, Edie, Project Pat or Trick Daddy? Um, Project. I don't know who Project Pat is. I'm so sorry. You said no, Project that's all good. Project, Project Pat. Pat. Yeah. Yeah, Project Pat. I'm not familiar Shake with. So. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> How about this? How about this? Miley Cyrus or SZA? Miley Cyrus has got to go. Yeah. For sure. Okay. De La Soul <laughs> or Naughty by Nature? Naughty by Nature. Okay, let's go. That's gotta go. They gotta go. Oh, it gotta Naughty go. Naughty by Nature's gotta go. Okay. okay. Yeah, sorry, I, didn't, I, didn't, I wasn't specific. How about Ice Spice or Glorilla? Do you have any opinion on that? I'm not really a fan of Ice Spice too much. Like, I don't connect. I, I've tried. Fair. Fair. Um, <laughs> You know, um, so I'll have to go with Glorilla. I, I think Ice Spice is Gen Z. I, I, I think it's yeah. it's like Ice Spice is very Ice Spice might be the epitome of Gen Z. I think yes, that you is know it. what I mean. It yeah. because even though Glorilla literally came out at the same exact time as Ice Spice, Glorilla seems like a throwback. Mm -hmm. Right, she's a throwback yep. artist. You know, right. Yeah. I feel that. It's bizarre. She's in the uh, she's like she's like uh, gangster boo. That's who she is. Right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah. RP, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Uh Faith Evans or Mary J. Blige? Um, Mary J. Blige for sure. Or Mary J. Blige says Faith Evans has got to go. Okay. Who stays on this one? Yeah, 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 or no doubt. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Stays. No doubt. No doubt can go. Ooh, okay. Okay. Let's get into a couple more. We have so many of these episodes now. I don't I don't want to go through all of them, but <laughs> Ashanti or Sierra? Oh. Um I mean Sierra for sure. I okay. mean just the dancing and her the her collabs are just I don't know. And also being a full-blown millennial, she's got like a huge spot in my heart. Because oh, yeah. things, I mean, I feel like I got more of a taste of her when Notorious B.I.G. passed and, mm -hmm. you know, but I feel like Sierra has more like staying power in a way. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Diana Ross or Donna Summer? Oh, that's a really hard one. Um, I'm going to have to go with Donna Summer. We'll stay. Okay. okay. I'm, I'm going to keep it all divas, I think, today. I think it's, it's go. going to be all divas in this. Lauren Hill or Shaka Khan? Oh my gosh. Um, I'll have to go with Lauren Hill uh, for her poetry. Okay. 
her poetic expressions. Shaka Khan is just more like celebratory and I don't know, fiery. And I, I like the poetry of Lauren Hill. For sure. Um, gosh, this is tough here. Let's go with Sade or Aaliyah. Ah, uh, Sade, no question. She's staying. That was easy. That was easy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Sade against anyone, really. I mean, most people, at least. Sure. Yep. Janet or Tony Braxton? Oh, that's a good one. I was just listening to another sad love song. Mm, so mm, good. Fire. Fire. Um, I played Unbreak My Heart at the peak of the night on Friday. Oh, Why not? I'm going to have to go Tony Fire. stays. She's staying. I <laughs> Tony stays. Did I just talk you into Tony? <laughs> I did. Oh, I love her. Very is, that, is that an upset? Is that considered an upset? It might be because we were it's just totally talking about Janet upset. before we recorded. Yeah, and we yeah. were going off on her. We were. And I love me some Janet, but I don't know. There's something about Tony. I don't know. That There's voice, something about something. It's that low voice, man. I'm telling is, you. Is, yeah. Is, is Tony unsung? Could we go a step further and say Tony's unsung? Tony's unsung? As far as she's I feel underrated. Like she, I feel like she's... This is going to sound harsh, but I feel like she's appreciated as she needs to be. Okay. That's a good way to put it, Nick. That yeah. is a great yeah. way to put it. And okay. that's not that's not even bad. That's not a slight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's, that, that's think, not even a slight at all. Like, no. yeah. No. That's exactly where she she's exactly where she needs to be. That's fair. Yeah. Let's do this then. TLC or SWV? Mm. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh my goodness. Um I'll have to go with TLC. Even though okay. SWV ah, I don't know. Mm. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> This, this is, is about weak. She's forgetting about weak. She's forgetting about rain. She's forgetting about anything. She's forgetting about downtown. Oh my gosh. Oh, <laughs> I, um, I would have to go for SWV for my personal. <laughs> the switch. The switch yeah, up. Switch. I switched it. I switched it. Because TLC is just more, it's, they're more fun and they remind me of my childhood, but SWV hits different. Yep. Oh my God. It's so good. Madonna or Britney Spears? Madonna for sure. Okay. Mariah or Whitney? Oh, Whitney. That okay. one wasn't easy. Easy. Okay. Easy. Okay. Didn't have to think about that one. No, you didn't. Right. A couple <laughs> tough ones, a couple tough ones here. These are staples on the show. Prince or Michael Jackson? Uh Prince. I okay. pretended to think about that one. You I did pretend to think about that. Out. Were you on Prince the entire time? <laughs> Was that it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah no question that um, was easy sure. that was easy um Tupac or Biggie uh Tupac for me okay um, again his poetry like poetry mm -hmm. is important to me in music and uh I liked his uh political leanings and his like, how, how he was unafraid to express himself speaking for, for his fellow oppressed folk. Uh, so that's that's why I would pick Tupac. For okay. sure. Last but not least, we ask it every single episode. Will Smith Outcast. or Jada Pinkett? Oh, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. 
I've heard enough of that. You I know, did like, too, bro. Like we've, it's like, so chaotic. Bro, it's so bad. The world has heard enough of that. Why are they opening up their house to us, bro? I don't know, don't but I wish they would know. close the door and yes. close the blinds. Like, I'm sick of it. Yeah, Leave me out of this. And, like, my door was my door was locked and they wanted, they still wanted me to come in, bro. Like, come on, man. We're going to get into it. Okay. No one asked for this. No. We're just going to, we're just going to say this. No one was like, what's Will Smith or what's Jada Pinkett Smith up to? What, what, what are they up to? No one, no one has ever asked that question. Oh, I wonder what Jada Pinkett Smith is doing right now. Like, no one in the world. Never and been curious. Now, and never, now never even crossed fed. my mind. No, it's force fed to us. Like she's, like she's like, let me get, hey, get TMZ on the phone right now. I have something to say. Exactly. I've always just assumed the best. I've always assumed things were so well. We, I mean, we yeah, all we all did. <laughs> we all did. Even J. Cole. And now J. Cole yeah. took it all out of his song. But here's the problem. As a country, we united on this topic to be surprised by this. And all the news outlets were like, oh, you got everyone's attention on this. Everyone's surprised about this. Let's give you another update tomorrow. And the day after that. <laughs> and the day after There was that. a solid five days where I was like, please stop. Yeah. Yes. Yo, Stephen A. Smith was begging on his show for Jay oh to shut the fuck up. I saw. <laughs> I don't want Even, any more updates. You got ESPN correspondence. Yeah. That's almost as bad as Taylor Swift at the football game. Okay, that needs to calm the fuck down, bro. That's too much, too. That needs to calm down. I don't don't need to know what's going on with that. And now now she's standing next to Jax Mahomes, too? Oh, my God. If I see that boy one more time, Hmm. I'm going to have to have Nick Davis go and do something bad to him. (laughs) Shout out. Shout out, Davis. There's nothing going on in the States. There's a lot going on globally that are are like major issues right now. Right. Damn. In the States, locally in the States, there's, it's a snooze fest. Locally, that's a word. Reaching. Reaching. We ain't got shit going on, but fucking pop culture bullshit. You're 100% right about that. Right. There's not, they're they're like, what's, what's Jada up to? That's so how that being, slow it is. <laughs> yeah. Although, okay. speaking of um, Philly people, <laughs> the Phillies are in the world. Uh, I mean, are in the NLCS, and it is a very, very good game for all you baseball fans atrocious. out there. It's, it's very, very, segue. very good series. <laughs> it's not. We it's need a brutal to do, we segue. Need to do, we need to. We need to round out the lightning round. Yes, we do. Edie, Outcast or Hall and Oates? Outcast or Hall and Oates? Uh, Outcast. Okay. That was too all easy. Right. Uh, that was yeah. easy. That okay. Well, I know they're cool and all, but I mean, it's no. Outcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. We, we do need to make that uh, Outcast or Hall and Oates mashup album. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Yeah. Uh, so I haven't, Edie, I haven't known you for that long. So I want to get into your history as a DJ, your mm-hmm. history in the music scene. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a lot of aspiring DJs. We have a lot of young DJs that listen, a lot of young producers, a lot of young people that are looking to branch out and carve out a path, which is something I absolutely think you've done between Los Angeles with your own party, Wild Wild Life, and out in Vegas by being just the fucking coolest. And then I want to so, add on, I want to add on to that too, Colin, um, and, and being a, a, 
woman, a female DJ of color too, and absolutely that's out here doing vinyl. Mm-hmm. You yes. know, so yes. definitely yes. want to hear about all of that. Start us from the beginning. How did you get into DJing? How did you get into music? What was what were you listening to growing up? Tell us everything. Okay. Um. Uh. Well, where do I even start? Um. So, uh, music has really been has really been part of my my life. Um. My mom uh, would listen to Tina Turner while she's cooking, and um, she was very supportive of my music tastes and allowing me to listen to um, like punk music. I had Prince record or uh, CDs, I should say, um, and Janet Jackson. Her Velvet Rope was so definitive mm. for me mm-hmm. in high school. Um, but she would buy me all kinds of albums that some friends of mine were shocked that she would allow me to listen to some of that music, you know, um, but she was just very open when it came to art in her house. Um, so uh, she was also super cool to let me go to punk rock shows. Um, so I'd get home at like 11, 12, but I'd go to these shows in uh, high school um, in parking lots uh, and whatnot. So I became like a huge follower of local punk bands. And one of the first concerts I ever went to was this punk festival with um, uh how many like a uh, bad religion and mm. what no effects so mm. uh, my introduction to music for real at least was through punk the punk scene and uh, my friends would make zines and we would share compilations with each other um and that's how I got to know like bands like Bikini Kill and whatnot um so after I graduated high school uh, I needed to kind of fill that space like uh instead of going to shows, because I started to see all my favorite bands one by one, and uh, music was just still so, uh, so much of a need in my life, socially, uh, just emotionally, it was just a way for me to connect with my peers, and to just let out things are going on in my personal life, you know, Um, as music is just such a strong tool in that way, Um, and uh, uh, one of my friends that I made here, uh, she introduced me to different uh, clubs called like like underground indie rock clubs. Um, so uh, they would be playing like the yeah yeah yes that you mentioned earlier, um, and uh, it's called like Club Bang, uh, Club yeah. Underground. So I was like eighteen going to these clubs. Um, so instead of going to punk shows, I was going to clubs that were playing like punk post punk music, you know. And sometimes they have a band or two, but for the most part, it's just like clubs for alt music. And just mm. being one of few like black people in the scene, you know, it was important for me to connect with other women of color in the scene and um, also female DJs. Uh, one club I went to regularly and one of the DJs, she noticed that I would get there really early and she was like, oh, let me go ahead and just get you on the guest list. And we would just start chatting it up, chatting it up. Uh, from her, I met other friends and promoters. And one promoter I have to give a shout out to is Scarlett Casanova. Um, shout out. She, yes. uh, she's the one who taught me how to DJ. Like we just got on about our love for music and just naming all these different artists that inspire us. And she's like, I, I trust your taste. Like uh, I have this new night at this bar on Hollywood Boulevard. Like I'll teach you how to DJ right then and there. And it was CDs. Um, so I was using CDJs. And uh, yeah, I learned on the spot, like right there. And uh, I was 20 and... When I turned 21, I showed them my ID. They're like, you were 20 this whole time. I was like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So just come in with my stuff, you know, just come in with my gear. I'm like, hey, I'm DJing, you know, so they wouldn't check my ID. Yeah, exactly. uh, (laughs) I went like, you know, when I had 
I was turning 21 shortly after anyways, but. Um, I love that when you finally get to show your real ID, you're all. <laughs> I was like, yeah. flicking it. <laughs> oh, this whole thing? Yeah. So, yeah so, that was, so I learned when I was 20, just from being out, I think that what DJs need to know of today is you have to socialize. Um, networking is crucial. Go ahead. Say um, that again. Say that again. Networking <laughs> is crucial. So yeah. you have to be built for that um, because it is a lot of late nights. You have to support other people to the best of your ability, whether it's repost nowadays, like re reposting their events or commenting or showing up and all of that. And that's, that's just how you grow. You know, um, you can mix and practice as much as you want in your rooms or with your friends but you have to go go see what's going on in the community that you live in um and see what the needs are and wants are like you could bring a new night with a completely different genre of music that you think people will connect to that a, a venue might need so you'll only know that if you're if you're going <coughs> out, you know so yeah so that's how i got my start just being out i was a club kid okay i was like but club, another club, another club. Yeah. Also, when I was uh, DJing, we didn't really use social media that much. So I was out there physically flyering for parties and printing them, cutting them. So, you know, that was just a big part of my growth and mm -hmm. you know, getting access to shows because I'm flying for them. So just really boots on the ground and going hard. And from there, I would be DJing at one venue and then a DJ from another venue is like, oh, you want to DJ with me here? And then it just like built, built and expanded from there. So mm. it's, it's such a, it's such a, a lost art, you know, the, mm -hmm. the art of the networking, the art of even supporting. Yeah, It seems like it's, it's, it's just been kind of lost in translation throughout the years that people that step is bedroom to stage, Yeah, you know, yeah. now for, for new people. And you have to go out. You have yeah. to go and actually hear what the hell's going on before yeah. you just throw yourself in. There, in yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and and I think everyone should. I mean, I know it's unrealistic now. Everyone should have had to do a year where they had to actually hand flyer. Yeah. You know, actually go around the city and we pace or you know pass yeah. out you know small pocket flyers or whatever. Mm -hmm. And and feel that that anguish of I don't know if somebody's going to come out to this night. I don't know yeah. if it's going to be zero people. I don't know if it's going to be a full room. Nowadays, it's it's, you know, it's it's much more polarizing where it's either packed or empty. Mm -hmm. But you know, there's been times too, where a quarter full half full stuff like that, because of you as a DJ promoting it, you know, yeah. and and I think I, I know Neek definitely experienced that with with Paradise Fever too. As far as it's it's a slow climb sometimes. Yeah, it definitely is. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So you have to be patient, and you know, um, it's. Uh, I think what works for me and my growth is reminding myself that it's about community at the end of the day, mm -hmm. um, and that's what makes it so special to work in this field. Um, and, uh, I just try my best to look out for other DJs that I work with. Um, and sometimes, you know, you'll get paid enormously and it's great, but then sometimes it's not that best of a pay, but it is part of the community and you are serving something bigger, you know? Sure. Um, so sure. I think that to always think of this work as like, I don't know how much money you can get out of it. I think you have to understand it's also not always about the money. 
You know, right. it's not like your basic accounting job or something like that. You know, um, it's more than that. Right. Totally. Who were your it, influences? It will give back oh, what you ahead, put in. I was yeah. just saying it, it'll yeah. give you back what you put into it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's nothing's built overnight. And 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 I think people see success for certain people and and see that they're older and stuff like that. Like even like the most common example I reference is James Murphy finding success with LCD in his mid thirties. You Love know James Murphy. Yeah, and people being like, Oh, it's always been a huge band, you know, and it's like, well, he had many projects before mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. You know, and and that slow <clears throat> climb, he happened to get it, but think of how many people gave up at that right. age. You know, at in right. their thirties, that totally. were so close to finding that nugget in the cavern and, and blowing up. But that's where that's the timing that you find that nugget. You know, yeah. I feel like in America, especially, we're so obsessed with youth and obtaining success at this age, when in fact that's not really how it works. You mm-hmm. know, totally, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. But, when uh, you were growing up, who were you listening to? What what were your influences as far as if if you were going to DJ, did you have any dance music influences? Uh no, no, not so much. I I, I guess I I my background is more of like the punk alt scene. So sure. I um you know I have I used to like when I started to DJ, it was all about the indie scene because mm-hmm. my first residency was at um, the Echo in Echo Park okay. and would have indie bands. And I think um, as far as dance music goes, um, I think post-punk is the danciest I would go, sure. you know, with yeah. the contortions and whatnot. So yeah. um, as far as like house music and uh so forth more of that has been introduced into my catalog as i've gotten older but in my early days um i i was known for mixing uh freestyle and indie rock and um like some like motown jams like that was really that was really my my fingerprint actual open format like real fun open format stuff the stuff that we're all striving to keep bringing back into the club you know Yes. Like it, it, it's it's so tough with with everyone having all the music they just want, you know, just the hits or just the charts or that. Mm-hmm. And I think you really you ride that middle ground in throwing your night wild wild life, which I wanted to talk about as well. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely mm-hmm. tell people the inspiration behind that and what made you kind of create your own party. Um. So, uh, let's see. Like, um. So yeah, as I got my start in the indie scene and I just love keeping music fresh because I do play a lot of um, older music, you know? And so I found this to be an opportunity to share what's going on um, in the scene today, you know? Um, just because I I don't know, I feel like the DIY thing about music like in uh post-punk music in the scene um really speaks to me and um for wild wild life i just uh wanted to I, I again going back to the networking and seeing what's in your community like i wasn't really hearing a lot of um indie nights with mm. even like indie r&b with like steve lacy like music like that um that just kind of included different genres um but uh yeah i just hit up 
Bigfoot West, we were following each other. And um, I had visions of having a new night somewhere that was indie rock, uh, post-punk, and just 80s, just so that people can feel connected, just something super unpretentious, you know, um, where it's a judgment-free zone. And also um, I'm here for my queer community. So I also have drag tarot. Um, so I just want to make sure I'm looking out for the communities that I'm in and then the people that I connect to and giving opportunities to all that I can, the people in my life as best as I can. So if that's a, a job doing something creatively, um, I'll do that. So that's what I have with my friend Poodle, bang, bang, drag, drag queen killing the game right now. So I asked them to do tarot and collab with me for this alternative night. And um, Wait, their, their name is Poodle? Poodle, bang, bang. Fire. That's awesome. Fire. That's so fire. Fire. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, I just wanted to also just share my space, you know, as much as possible with whomever I can. And, and I'll get guest DJs to come in as well. Um, but I'm just loving this vinyl movement. And uh, I, I'll get, like we were saying earlier, I think it was before you got here, Nico, but um, how people are still, they're like, wow, vinyl, like, and they want to have that conversation. But like, they're shocked that we're out here playing our vinyl or bringing stuff from home and, and, you know, so to the, just this past weekend on Friday, people were shot. They're like, wow, this is crazy. Mm -hmm. You know, so um, I don't know, just I like the slow burn of just connecting with people rather than just smashing in as much songs as I can. I like this right. playing full, full sides. And so um, I just wanted a space where uh, as I get older, you know, I, I did the club scene when I was younger, you know, I'm like done with the club scene. You know, I love the intimate spaces and yeah. um, that's what I was craving creatively. So that's why I thought of Wild Wild Life in an intimate bar, bring my turntables um, and uh, just have like a nice tarot reading and just connecting with people, talking to people. And uh, that's what I crave right now in my career. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I think that's that's where it's at. That's where it's at, you know, for for us as well, you know, um, I can, I can safely say that everyone in this conversation right now feels that same way. Mm -hmm. It's exhausting to be on the rat race. It's exhausting to be on mm -hmm. the hamster wheel of the club circuit and yeah. trying to promote yourself and, and uh, quantify your value yes. to others and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And that's another thing too that I, I, I've suggested. Everyone should throw their own night. At least at some point in your career, throw your own party, see it win or see yeah. it lose, but it's all, it's all going to benefit you as, mm -hmm. as an individual and as an artist, that's yeah. where the artistry still thrives in throwing yeah. your own night because we're often at the demands of the venue or the, this or the, that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like I've tried to have the night at a different venue and, uh, you know, it wasn't, picking up so I got cut you know and yeah. you, you just gotta go with the flow and you know I've had uh DJs in my community sometimes uh take those things personal you know which right. is, is easy for any of us and of right. course you feel like oh man there's something that I really thought could grow yeah. you know and uh you just have to let's just like take it in stride and just try it somewhere else and not give up you know it's just yeah. like with any art like uh rejection is going to be part of the game you know your night's going to get cut you're going to get replaced but don't like let it break your heart too much <laughs> Yeah, no, totally, totally. You know, you have you have to have the thick skin in this thick in this skin. scene for sure. And when you're patient, like and now, I have the long terms. Uh, I I think I'm hitting the year mark now. Yeah. So 
I didn't give up on wild wild life. I was like, okay, well, if they don't want it, maybe another place will want it. And now I'm a year in. So you just have to stay true to your vision, no matter how weird or what off the center it might might seem, you know, just go yeah. for it. Yeah. The niche, <laughs> the niche thing is, yeah. it's tough. It, it's a tough thing to do, but if you stick with it, um, and it's also environment is a thing. So one venue might just not sell the exactly. idea as well as another one will. Mm-hmm. Um, and it literally just comes down to neighborhood, uh, the bar itself, um, and the people that go there. So yeah. there's so many variables that come with it. Um, especially when throwing a niche party, um, mm-hmm. It's very easy to be like, uh, what's hot right now? Uh, Afrobeats. Let's throw an Afrobeats party. Afrobeats or, right. you know, or like uh, a reggaeton party. Like that's not, like these things that aren't really off center right now. Mm-hmm. It's easy to get that going. Um, but when you're like, oh, I want to throw, I don't know, something that's like truly open format, but throwback music or, or, or disco, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's. It's a tough sell, but you have to, it takes time to build a community. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you got to stick with it too. Yes. People are still finding music too. And that's, yeah. that's what people need to realize. Like it may not appear to someone that this night would appease them until they actually go and take the risk mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. they go and hear something and then Shazam it. And then go down that rabbit hole and be like, okay, cool. Now I'm listening to talking heads. I'm listening to this and this and this. The amount of discovery that I've seen people do at my gigs, even if it's surface level, like, oh, here's a song off of rumors. Like, and somebody will come up and be like, you know, I've never really listened to Fleetwood Mac. You know, Mm -hmm. I've just kind of. I've heard the name or I've heard, you know, I saw the meme or whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. and then they go down that rabbit hole and then they come back and they say, oh, you know, I I did my research and this is something I actually like. Yeah. But people, people are, I think, and you guys can correct me. It's, it's kind of a give and take too, where people are more willing to branch out now. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I think people may also be tired of the same old shit being fed to them. Yeah, man. I'm, I mean, as of right now, you know, up in Portland, it's just I am finding a lot of success with playing like them Jodeci throwbacks in the middle of the night, like right at mm-hmm. peak night, and it's working. Things well, that your crowd wasn't alive I'd for. Love it. I would love right. to Things that your crowd was not alive for. Right. So. Things your crowd wasn't alive for? Yeah. 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 You know, like. like, like, It's like right there when they were born, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, like. Or you could also like win someone over to the genre because I remember I had this super disco set somewhere and this metal guy came up. He's like, I'm strictly metal. But I love this song right now. And it was uh, Amy Stewart, Light My Fire. I'll never, because it was oh, such a nice yeah. moment for me. But it was the most disco, high energy disco track. And this metalhead, long hair, all of the above. I I, I converted him. Yes. Yeah. I, that's yes. the best. I, the best. Like, I've had that exact same scenario <laughs> with the exact same genre except maybe a different song but i'm about like, to say the exact same song too catching somebody just like out there literally working up a sweat and be like 
I didn't know. I didn't know. I, didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I had no you, idea. You feel like a Sherpa, though. like a musical Sherpa, yeah. you know, taking yeah. these people <laughs> through a journey. I mean, and, that happened. And- that happens with me a lot, but it's it's, it's with the hood niggas. Diddle, <laughs> diddle, hood do. And it's when it's when I'm playing like a Miley Cyrus song and they singing it, or I'm playing like Vanessa Carlton. I'm looking over and they're singing it. It's like, yo, no, <laughs> it's same. I'll, I'll I know you just came from trapping, yeah. boy. Like, what are we doing right now? <laughs> Party in the USA. Yeah. 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 It's it's those moments that kind of justify this whole experience. Yeah, because yeah. it's it's often viewed as from an outsider looking in. The whole DJ career path is is extremely glamorous, and it's all all parties, all, all parties wins all the time. After wins, you're having the best time. Champagne <laughs> is flowing. You know, yeah. confetti cannons are going off. You get a bottle of water, and that's it. Yes, that's it. That's yes. It. <laughs> that you bought. That yeah. you bought. Yeah. That you, bought. <laughs> you know, sometimes more often than not, the bottle server doesn't give a shit that you're there. The staff doesn't give a shit nope. that you're there. You're and, just and, the help. And, and you're like, can I please get a little <laughs> cup of water? I hate to bother you, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always, I always feel that way. Even last night, like I played, I played twelve oh hours. Oh my god! I got cut early. <laughs> So oh, I had a 12 hour. You got oh yeah, you we were supposed to do 13, right? Yeah, yeah. I got <laughs> I got cut early. And even you know, asking for a meal during that, I, I'm I'm like, hey, I'm so sorry. Can I order some food here? I've been here for, so for sorry. hours. I've been this was 10 hours in, and I'm apologizing for for you know grabbing a meal. And I'm like they're like, they're like, we accept your apology. I, I, guess, I guess, I guess you can have We have one. an appetizer coming out for you. Yeah, it's on its way. We have a bread bowl coming. Yeah, yeah. We'll throw it to you. Yeah. You fucking yeah. bum. Yeah, you, fucking you. you want but, food now too? We talked about this before. The DJ is the hired help. Yeah. In 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 the in the triangle of nightlife, there is the management, there is the servers. And then there's anyone else that, you know, uh, influencer, whatever that may come in, you know, they they are definitely getting treated well up there (laughs) along by the management and way down below in little font, little Coachella side, you know, as little as you can go on the Coachella font is the DJ. The DJ's (laughs) name is on there. And I was playing the other night and the guy goes. I'm sorry, we would have, uh, this was uh, two nights ago. He goes, I'm sorry, we would have ended earlier. I completely forgot that you were still DJing. And I was like, that's real life. That, that, you know? You're like, over there, eyes <laughs> sunken in, sweat, gaunt. That's real life, you know? Like, the check still I'm sorry, dude, we would have cut, we would have closed an hour ago. You're like, <laughs> yeah. Like, damn, you still here? That's that's real life though, you know. Like I forgot you were over here, man. I passed by. I forgot there's even a person doing this. That's it. Was like you I walked by me twenty times. Job here. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be He's honest. Like, I, I just thought you were busted up. When I'm walking, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I that's forgot. That's partially that. on me. I try to be as quiet as I can so nobody comes up and asks anything from that's me. That's true. And hey, like, no, that's facts though. I just kind of. I try to just kind of. I th- I, you just kind of blended in with the decoration. I forgot you were even here, man. <laughs> <It was> like- <laughs> I thought you were a lit. I thought you were a coat closet. I don't know. 
he's like, I'm, I swear I threw a couple coats your way. He's like, yeah, yeah. you did. Here you go. You did. But, you go. but late at night when you're ready to go home, I'm like, oh, oh DJ over here. <laughs> yeah, you get on the mic. Yeah, yeah. Plug in your headphones into the mic. Yeah. Shout out to me, for anyone the still DJ. working right now. Yeah. Shout out. You know, but that's that's real life, and um, I I definitely applaud you for throwing your own night in 2023, because I think more people should do it. Yeah, more people should hone into what they fucking like. I'm yeah. so tired of people not getting to play the music they fucking love, the music that soothes the soul. You know, we're we're not. We're not just jobbers. And mm-hmm. Nick and I had this conversation the other day. We're not just punching a clock, going to work, and delivering a product. And then, you know, you're not supposed to not feel any connection to what you're doing. It, it's supposed to be love. You know, it's it's the love of the music that got us into this in, in the beginning. And... I feel like nowadays the only way to really encapsulate that is by throwing your own party. Yeah. Unfortunately, unless you're a massive celebrity, like, you know, you're, you're like globally charting, whatever. But even that, like, you know, the Chris Lakes and the Nina's and the Fishers and all that, the crowd gets bored if, if they get lost, mm-hmm. you know, and, and then they'll be like, I don't really know this song. And then it's peaks and valleys still. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think the most, I think the, the secret, quote unquote, is having fun. Like, mm-hmm. and that, like every, the most successful DJs are the DJs that have the most fun. Yeah. Absolutely. And um, the parties that do well are thrown by people who genuinely enjoy what they're doing. Right. Um which can be hard to do when you get caught in the job circle. Like when you're on that treadmill of just playing gig after gig after gig where it's music you don't necessarily care about or aren't invested in or just tired of. That's a thing too. You may have loved it at one point, but you got to do it every day. It changes things. Um, And you're not really given the, the reins to open up. Mm-hmm. or it's not being received well um you got to find a way to make it whether that's sandwiching your songs in between songs that you have to play or you know changing up your routines a little bit you have to continue to at least get really good at pretending to have fun mhm mhm yeah it's it's it sucks that it has to be calculated risks but also you're like you said sandwiching those songs or you're like this one's for me i know that no one in this room knows this or no one wants this but this this is keeping keeping my spirit alive you have to sell it you have to fucking sell it that's the other thing if you're gonna play a weird song you gotta sell it like if you're gonna play something out there you can't just be like looking to see if anybody else like looking looking to see who what heads or or bob yeah yeah like you gotta dance you have to be the one yeah yeah Edie, as as your career evolves have you had any interest in production have you heard sounds where you're like there's something i want to make out of this because i know you play guitar as well you play instruments as well correct uh yes uh uh-huh so um i uh um yeah i i I'm planning on hitting that rock and roll circuit. I don't know. So I I do play guitar 
Um, it's. Uh, Are you in a band? It's, yeah, I'm like a, a band of, of my own, you know. So. <laughs> um, but were you ever in a punk band? Not to hijack your story. Oh no, no, no. Um, I've just jammed. I'm like a jammer. So okay, I wanted to know if you were in a punk band, and I wanted to know your band names. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I made it official, but no, just friends I would jam with who were in punk bands. Um, Sick. but uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think that. I just get inspiration just maybe for my own songwriting, but I, I mean, I, I want to produce um, rock and roll music, basically. Hell yeah. <laughs> Dope. Hell yeah. So, uh, you know, especially it just, you know, there aren't a lot of, I want to represent like the alt black kids out there just because growing up, you know, I, I can count the amount of like hmm. on one hand mm-hmm. black right. people in my scene. Um, you know, uh, but I'm also Latina. So there are a lot, especially in LA, there's a lot of the Latina goth alt scene is huge. Mm. So I'm grateful for that. But um, otherwise, I want to represent people of color in the rock scene. Yeah. <laughs> as corny yeah. as that sounds, I don't know what that sounds like, but not corny um, at all. You know, sound uh, like sound like you talk you talking to Prince. <laughs> yeah. So I, I do feel fortunate that most of my gigs, I've been able to play the music that I want. Um, I purposely try to find those places. Um, I've had a few gigs where, you know, I did have to curate a set accordingly to whatever their vibe is, but, um, most of my gigs, I I have pretty free reign. Um, and so that kind of feeds into my music of just like that, um, DIY, uh, staying true to yourself, self ethos. I don't know. Um, I just, uh, I'm stubborn in that way. So. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think, uh, yeah, production wise, I, I'm not really, uh, thinking of when I'm DJing music, like, um, I just like to mix based on instrumentation. So, you know, if a hi-hat will, you know, transition well into the next hi-hat, mm-hmm. like I'll listen to that or a guitar riff will feed into the next one. So I guess I, I listen to like the instrumentation in that way but not really in like, I don't dream of like production in that way. I think I, w- I would love to produce my music and other alt people, but um, I just love DJing and then hopefully producing my own like rock album. Uh, <laughs> hell yeah. That's, you know, um, that's super dope. That, that's hell yeah. <laughs> what is left on your bucket list? I know you've kind of alluded to a, a couple things as far as just now, you know, saying, um, production on a rock album what do you inspire to do as a dj um so i mean one of my biggest dreams uh was to work in music full time uh which i had done just a year ago you know i was working at a museum the la county museum of Mm -hmm. art uh for for many years i've been moonlighting as a dj forever um and just this past year I've been able to do it full time so that was one of my biggest dreams uh was to work in music doing DJing um promoting and all of that full time so that was really a big part of my dream so that I can focus on writing my music and um performing as an artist myself so um I guess my next big I mean and but as far as DJing goes I would love to DJ across the pond like in London because their disco scene out there is insane mm-hmm. the disco scene specifically so, so jealous DJ out there um I don't know if you've heard, heard of Corollis out of London K-I 
R-O-L. Peerless. Peerless. Yes. Fucking, I would love to DJ with him in London one day. But that's like on my bucket list is like a sick ass disco London set. Yeah. On that. <laughs> Hell yeah. They have the hi fi game down. I'm yeah. sorry? They have the hi fi game down too, as far as all the yeah, hi fi lounges. Time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's done so well. We, and Nick and I just had this discussion the other day. Like, oh, London is, I, I was just there two weeks ago, and mm-hmm. London is so much more receptive mm-hmm. to music mm-hmm. here all, like, all music yeah mm-hmm. yeah i was know. just gonna say what is that why are, why is the general public just more open to because i like they don't, because disco, our music comes with so much more bullshit behind it is it because of so our other like, bullshit behind it man it's the corporations behind it it's the i was just gonna say the money the behind entity. it and then it's the yeah. it's the personal shit behind it too it's the beefs behind it you know like they don't care about that shit they they're out there just playing cool shit in public meanwhile yeah. ours is like always about the monetary value yeah always the monetary always yes. so like it's kind of just a machine like music isn't right to be enjoyed it's to be sold right and consumed here anyways and over there yeah, we're, the, they have we're, the, like, we're the factory they're the consumer basically that's yeah how they look at it yeah mm-hmm. right and out there they're just i mean i don't i'm not there day in and day out i don't really know what's going on but it just seems like the general public like cooler music thrives out there for a yeah. long time yeah so. yeah yeah it's it's Crazy. we we could definitely learn a thing or two from from the way music is consumed in other parts of the world, you know, yeah. like, like even, even a, a broader stroke, you know, like even if you just go to like, look at like Spain and yeah. stuff like that, you know, I went to a couple parties out there and I'm just like, people were in it for the long haul. Yeah. You know, they showed up early when the doors open and they mm-hmm. left when they were told that they got to go home. You know, mm-hmm. it, it wasn't like, Oh, I'm only dancing to this song or I'm only here for this artist. They're like, Take me on the journey. Take me mm-hmm. on the voyage. On a journey, totally yeah. open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 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 that's what I feel is lost in the states when you look online and you see on YouTube compilation videos of only the drops for right. for some festival things, and you're like, shit, <laughs> this sucks, man. You know, mm-hmm. like people just want just the biggest drops for for dance music or this or that yeah and then or they take their video and then they stop immediately it's so bizarre man like it's it's gotten to the point where i like i often am like nobody actually cares about like the majority of people don't actually care about music so i always tell people like don't get your feelings hurt when you're djing and people aren't that receptive because you probably care the most about it in the you're the person that probably cares the most in the room Mm-hmm. So you can't get your feelings hurt when people aren't like that receptive of something or whatever, like, because most people just turn on FM radio and go on about their day, which I I couldn't imagine, you know what I mean? But it's so weird to think that over there, people like at least a good portion of the people give a shit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's a different energy there. Different. That is bizarre to me. Like I see like defected events and speaking of careless, he plays for Glitterbox now. Mm-hmm. Like and they're like main room festival things. Insane. It's and out insane. here it's lucky if a little club can get that. And it's With like the I same even... promotion, like Glitterbox. It's crazy. Like I remember I was just in I was in Camden uh same time last year 
around like the mid-October and um, just like interact, people weren't on their phones as much. It's just a completely different culture, you know, people are more present, you know, which is why I think these these nights, these visions are so fruitful, you know, because people want to engage, they want to be there, they're not concerned with, with anything else. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what we need to get back to, or or two in the first. I mean, it two happened in the first in the, place in, in, in the in the you know in the disco movement up to the eighties and nineties, and then you know once social media took over, and I it, even up even up until blog era, mm-hmm. you know, Edie, as you were mentioning, like yeah, yeah, yes, and and mm-hmm. you know, Arcade Fire and Strokes and all of that, for the most part. The only documentation is the club photographer. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, like once phones got too good, <laughs> yeah. things you changed. Know, people were too concerned about how they look and you know, um, showing people where they are rather than just yeah. being present. You yeah. know, and that's just so it just permeates within our. It's the consumerism. It's just consumerism and wanting to be seen, and it's just completely different here. So we're blessed and lucky to have nights where, you know, people are really engaging. And, you know, I, I just, I, I savored those moments when people really let loose, they're not on their phones, mm-hmm. you know, which doesn't happen too often, but I love those moments. And I know you all see that oh, at yeah. your night. Of course, of course. Mm-hmm. That's a testament of throwing a, a, a well-themed night too, where yeah. you're like, I'm not throwing a bubblegum night where everyone's gonna film, uh, you know, mm-hmm. the Taylor Swift song or the this or the that. You're like, hey, I, I'm here on behalf of the real music lovers. And you can't really fake that funk when it's like Susie and talking heads and stuff like that. It's it's gotta be like, are you here for the music or else you you would leave, you know? So straight up, yeah. Shout out to that. Uh we have a couple uh housekeeping questions that we always ask every time mm-hmm. that we do this show. So I'm gonna pass it to Neek. Oh wow. Um oh. <laughs> We actually haven't done this in a while. while. You say every time, but I feel like it's been a little bit. Um, So speaking of American consumerism, what we like to do around these parts is set our friends up with fast food endorsement meals. Oh, so what I want to know is what is your fast food endorsement meal? What is your fast food go to? And how can we judge it up? Like, I'm talking Cardi B at McDonald's. Um, I mean, I, I, my favorite fast food is uh, In and Out. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yep, we can start there. Uh, I get there. I'm a, I'm a pescatarian, uh, meaning I only eat seafood. So yeah. I get there, grilled cheese, animal style, no pickles, and uh, animal style fries to just get crazy. There you go. And to eat email. Oh, and uh, pink lemonade, medium pink lemonade. Okay, cool. Oh, okay. Do we know what pink lemonade is? Did we go down this rabbit hole? I don't think we did, but I think you don't know. What do you mean? What is pink lemonade? <laughs> Isn't pink lemonade just lemonade with pink coloring? We, we talked about this. On I thought we show. talked it's about just, that, right? It's just yeah. It turns color. out it's just color. Yeah. Or it's like a little like I don't know. I always uh, thought it was maybe <laughs> like a hint of grenadine <laughs> or something. Yeah, I thought it was a hint of like cherry or something. Or strawberry. Like, yeah. No, it's just color. Yeah. It's just lemonade. Oh well. <laughs> It's fire, isn't that anyways. Wild? It's fire. Isn't it's that fire. Vi- isn't that wild? Because in and out has both cheese. <laughs> cheese, <laughs> cheese, thousand islands, and was, lemonade. Was there? Because, because remember, 
there was this big push in the United States. There was a big fucking push to eat cereal in the United States because of the grain surplus. So I feel like there was a big lemon surplus and they had to create we have too many lemons we need to make lemonade options we gotta we gotta do pink lemonade and that's the best way for people to consume it they were like pink it looks refreshing (laughs) (laughs) it looks way more delicious than a regular lemonade tastes refreshing yeah oh travis go ahead (laughs) okay so how we were speaking about uh spooky season in movies we are developing our dj biopic cinematic universe so in this dj biopic cinematic universe who is playing dj Edie? oh who's playing me um i love tessa thompson so let's go be say less say less great let's actress it. it's a good People one say we look like sometimes it's a good one it's a great and one i love her so yeah for sure awesome i like that oh hell yeah hell yeah <laughs> yeah i had to look her up. i don't know any i don't know actors like that i gotta look them up all yeah, the she's time valkyrie you know that yeah yeah okay See, if you so, just said valkyrie i would have known I, i'm true. bad with the names Edie, we are also um we also have a spotify playlist so what song do we need to add to this um what song um hopefully it's on there one song that I've been spinning a lot um, in my, especially like disco funk sets is the Invisible Man Band. Um, and the song is called um, All Night Thing. All Night Thing. All Night Thing is right there. It's the number one song for them. Love it's that the song. I, just, it got, I have the 45 of it. It's, it's fire. It gets it gets me going every time. And so, that bass line is just yeah. addicting. <clears throat> That's a good pick. I love that song. It's so good. The lines get stuck in my head. It's so good. I love the pauses. Mm -hmm. That's gonna get that's gonna get those plays up for Invisible Man's band for for sure. That is that's gonna do it. Um, Edie, we haven't asked this question in a while, but I kind of wanna wrap up the interview by asking you if you could open a club, this is Edie's club, what would you call it and who would your resident DJ be? Oh, wow. I have thought about this. Um, Not about the name, though. I have no idea what I would call it. Oh, my goodness. Uh, 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 Oh, my gosh. I have no clue. I would call it. um, This is important. This is is going to be out in the world. (laughs) People will hear this. <laughs> no pressure. Making the neon sign right now, <laughs> waiting for your reply. Oh no! Um, Let's workshop this. Paint a picture of the club for us. What are we playing? Who's 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 residenting? Um. So, uh the resident would be. Oh man! Oh gosh! <laughs> I am listening to two the two DJs that I'm really into right now are kind of different but not too different I already mentioned Carolis um, okay uh, we booked Peggy him just blowing up right now I love Peggy Goo um, hell yeah same uh, because I love the Paradise Garage movement the neon are you familiar and like the West End movement and all of that so um 
I guess I'll get Corolla as my resident. Screw it. Okay, that's our guy. We're, We're moving him out. We're gonna make money's not an option. He's in. <laughs> yeah, he's in. He's moving. Where's he? Move? Where's the club? L.A. L.A. or Vegas? Club. Um, I would have. I'm teetering between L.A. and New York. Okay. Okay. I was gonna say, don't bring this club to Vegas. Things like we don't want it. We don't no, no, it. I, we want it. I want it. It's just. I mean, I know we'll it's. Have, it'll we'll have sister clubs, you know, little yeah, pop ups. Yeah. yeah. You know. Um. So it'd be based in New York. Corollas would be the first resident DJ, kind of giving Larry Levon vibes, you know. Like um. And the night would be called. I don't know. I can't think of anything just for time's sakes. I don't know, like a uh, night glow. I don't know. Ooh, Sick. Yeah. Ooh. Night glow? Like Ooh, a night glow. That's fire. Killer name. Done and done. Yeah. <laughs> done. That's fire. Sick. All I'm picturing is just like it's all black inside, but then just like um like floodlights everywhere. Floodlight, exactly. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, fire. Uh smoke machine, of course, up in there. Some incense. Yep. It smells good. You Ooh, know what okay. I'm saying? Non champa in the air. I like yes. that. Yes. <laughs> A little, you know, uh, say pa in the air. You know, a little. Uh, yeah, like everyone gets a glass of champagne upon entrance, you know. That nice. is class right there. That Except the DJ. The DJ has to go ask for water. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's gotta yeah, make a fuss. Right, bro. <laughs> <laughs> please, can I please go? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anything. Like Corillas. Just we'll, uh, we'll toss him a water bottle like a grenade. Yeah, as hard as possible. Like a grenade. <laughs> <laughs> so that means you're opening it? Yeah, yeah. Oh God. Oh, <laughs> he's just wet. <laughs> Good luck. Uh Edie, before we go, what is a grail record? If if the house was burning down, what record are you grabbing? Um uh probably Kate Bush, Hounds of Love. Okay. Hey. I mean, I just have an emotional connection to that record like and just the artists and everyone she's influenced outside of herself. And Stranger you know, Things. Stranger Things, Maxwell, this woman's work. True, true, true. Oh, uh, sing it, me. Me, sing it, me. I gotta put the mic further back. Too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't hit it at a high volume. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to Kate Bush. Absolutely. Um, Edie, anything you want to promote? Anything you're, you're pushing right now while we got you on the show? This is your time to to share with us any projects you would like. Oh, thank you so much. First of all, thank you so much for having me on. Oh, um, such an honor. I was so nervous, so um, hopefully I didn't blow it, but um, thank you so <laughs> much. Uh, uh, if you're out here in Los Angeles, um, uh, as mentioned before, I have my monthly wild wildlife party in Culver City. Um, it's gonna be, I believe the third Friday of every month, Bigfoot West no cover, just bring your friends, get some tarot cards read, enjoy a nice final session. If you love 80s, indie rock, indie R&B, you know, um, come join us. Um, and I just picked up a disco night at Old Fields, same right next door, actually. So come out for a Saturday night disco party, uh, more tarot. And then um, on Fridays, I picked up, um, I think it's going to be the last Friday of the month employees only Santa Monica um 
here in LA. And then of course, Super Frico, my favorite gig, working with the circus, come see a show, get some dinner uh, and vibe out with us. So Super Frico, Las Vegas, that's once a month for a few days in a row. So um, just follow my social and you'll, you'll be able to see when I'm out there. But uh, yeah. Hell yeah. Well, one question for you. Mm -hmm. What are you going to be for Halloween? I don't even know yet. I'm thinking <laughs> a, like a, a cat. I don't know. Okay. Classic. That'll work. Classic. You'd be the female How version you? of Slash. What are you guys going to be? Probably a cat. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm going to be... Um, Easy. I don't know. I'm, pro I'm probably just going to throw on my Jason mask like every year. Can't fail with that. Because I'm always playing. I'm always DJing. So if I just throw on a mask, yeah. I'm good. Yeah. I think I, I th I'm going to be in New York. And I'm oh, pretty fun. sure I'm playing an emo party in Brooklyn. Oh, perfect. With Alana. So I'm going to do oh, shout out. a black lipstick and a, a eyeshadow dripping down my face. <laughs> or something. I, would, something I am so excited. Fun. <laughs> Please do a swoop. Oh, yeah, swoop. your hair. Yeah, I accidentally just do this the other night. night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Edie, tell people where they can find you on socials before we roll out. Oh yeah, so my uh, Instagram is going to be my first, my full first name, which is Edwina E D W I N A. Dot my middle name, which is Nicole N I C O L E, um, and the same goes for my Twitter. Um, and I believe also for TikTok, but I'm I'm most active on Instagram. Yeah, uh, that's where I post my uh, flyers for my events. Um, and you'll find uh, the link to my website, which is freesoulrebel.com in my bio, where you can find the music that I've um, produced myself. So, and hey, y'all, you can't spell Edwina without win. Okay. Hey. hey. Oh. There you oh. go. <laughs> Nailed, it. Nailed, it. Nailed it. Thank you so much for joining us. Always yeah. a pleasure getting to chat with you. Oh, thank you. Gentlemen. You guys were great as well. Thank you. Thank you. Edwina, make sure you go check her out. Uh Los Angeles, LA, Las Vegas, and hopefully in Europe. Oh, hold on. Let me add one more thing. Yes. London, what's up? Or for all London, you guys, so London. Hey, out, London. Hit my line, London. <laughs> big up. London's calling. <laughs> London's calling. <laughs> big up. Outside, outside. Wheel up, outside, wheel up. Wheel up wheel oh up. my God, we'll go, we'll do it. Yeah, we, we can go on. <laughs> we are so sorry, London. We are going to issue a formal apology now. Um, Sorry about what happened the other day on the podcast yeah. there. Yeah, we don't know what happened. Weird. We got really excited really quickly. We did. We sure did. <laughs> Yo, can, phone can... booth, double decker bus. What else? <laughs> Union Jack flag. What? Uh, London calling. No, we already did. We already did the clashes <laughs> episode. Yeah, I know. This is such a UK ass episode. It is. Oh mm -hmm. my god. I love it. I've been listening to a lot of the verb, the verb. So it's just seeping in. I love yes. it. Okay. Yes. Yo, uh, quick, yeah. quick question for for you for you vinyl for you vinyl spinners over here. Is it possible for somebody to request a song by giving by handing you a record? Hey, can you play this? <laughs> Damn, that's crazy because that's like an almost you have no excuse other right. than I don't want to play it. Right. That happened to me. That happened to me actually. Yes. And um, he ended up, we ended up becoming friends, but I was a little bit shocked. 
Uh, he's like, I got, oh, I just came to my, I went to my car and I got these 45s. I feel like it'll go great in the set. And I was like, oh, okay. And I, it felt like he wanted to DJ with me, just the energy. And I was like, but I was like, uh, I got a vibe going on. Like, you know, yeah. I don't know who. Yeah. 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 Wow. Uh, I ended up squeezing in one of the one of the songs. The other hey. one didn't. I felt like didn't really fit. Okay, but um, it was the first and only time. And it's so funny that you asked that question at this time because I was like, "What?" That's, <laughs> That's off the wall. Wild. Right? What was the song? Do you remember? Um, I don't remember. I I think one of them was actually a Whitney. Mm. It was like a twelve. It was a seven inch. Okay. Oh, nice. It was a forty-five. So um, I can't remember the song. Cause it was my wild wildlife party so it was sweet because you know you yeah. know I, okay I, we I knew what you kind of knew what the vibe was yeah so it was it did it, i it was the first time you know gotcha you know that's um, wild it is wild. That's wild but that's kind of like that, maybe do like an open table night where people can bring. i don't hate that i you know i know there's one in uh texas i can't remember which part i there's think one in portland yeah where you just everybody just brings a couple records and yeah so yeah, mm -hmm. but yeah, that's so funny you asked that. I ended up playing one of them. I don't remember what the other one was. I played yeah. Whitney, and I don't know what the other forty-five. Gotcha. Other it's either very sweet or very weird, depending on how you receive that. Oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> At least it wasn't like uh, a aspiring rapper, and you know, like when true. people are like, "Hey, can you play my song?" and you're like, "Exactly, man." And then he's like, no, I, I brought it on vinyl. Like, yeah. like, oh, oh. I'm, I'm in We're it. playing records, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He pulls yeah. it out of his pocket. He's the 12. Yeah. <laughs> or, I pressed or, it on seven inch. Or oh. he says, he says, do you like freestyles? And then says, well, here's one and pulls it out on vinyl. Instead of freestyling in your ear in the club. Oh. <laughs> Time to. Hey, shut up. Oh no my god! Get out of here! Yeah, no one wants to hear a freestyle. Me, me and Colin used to get that all the time in Portland, yeah. like rappers coming up to us and just spitting in our ears while we're playing. <laughs> now I live in Las Vegas, so there you go. <laughs> That's me, crazy. I'd be pissed. <laughs> I had a wild one last night. I'll tell you guys later. It's basically the equivalent, but Fuck you're it, in it now. It. Okay, I'll I'll try to make this fast because we said our goodbyes already, but I'm playing in the vinyl parlor in at on the record. And this lady in a big hat. Um like a derby hat? Yes. Okay. Like a derby hat, and she has a cane. She's a white lady, though. Oh, um okay. that's important. That's an important piece. She comes up to me and she's like, are you taking any requests? And I'm playing all throwbacks in here. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, what you got? And she's like, um, what was the song? I remembered it earlier. It's by the artist Loki. Um, uh -huh. And the song was Ahmed is the name of it. And I remember Ahmed. being like Ahmed, like the name. like right. And I was like, I've never heard of that. And Loki just seems like an artist that like the name seems like a what could be a popular artist. So I looked it up on Spotify. I looked up Loki and I was like, this person? She's like, yeah. And this guy's top five is like free Palestine. It's like very political. Yeah. Uh -huh. Like the third song is terrorist with a question mark. And I was like, I can't play this in the club. Like I just oh, told her to clean up. I was like, I can't oh, play wow. this shit in the club. Like 
I'm sh- I'll give it a listen later though. <laughs> like, <laughs> like just she just slap you with your she just slap you with her cane though, right? No. And okay, so good. she's like, all right, cool, cool, cool. And I'm like doing my thing. And she comes up later. She's like, oh yo, have you heard this one? And it's like Yasin Bay and Black Bear, like a new Yasin Bay song. Yeah. And I was like, I haven't. <laughs> like I haven't heard this, but like <laughs> again, I'll give it a listen. I can't I, I can't play this stuff in the club. <laughs> like yeah. I can't be playing these political ass rap songs yeah. in the club. Like yeah. I'm gonna play some TLC though. <laughs> like I didn't know. Like, <laughs> White woman standing in the middle of the club with her hat on and just doing this. Those are. <laughs> yeah like and so she's a white and then she's like i i haven't really made like eye contact with her because i'm like quick mixing and stuff and i'm just like <laughs> yeah yeah and she starts going on about like she starts going off she's doing the thing we were talking about earlier and i was just like yeah yeah and she said something about like i heard like my something falling i want to something probably like my stepfather is black or something like that because now she's talking our culture and this is the type of platform i would do it on and i'm like i finally look over like just to get a good look yeah like let me let me check the text size this up real quick like you know because maybe i'm just like maybe there's a little maybe i'm missing a curl or something because maybe maybe she's mixed but this is just yeah something maybe she's mixed and i'm doing the thing that i hate when people do to me so i'm like let me look and she's so like high or drunk or both I she's pictured, that i picture marla That's brando so on the island of dr <laughs> <laughs> wow. and she's I... like she's her eyes are like i was like oh she's gone and it's a white woman oh my god <laughs> That's what I was imagining. she's more like she's she's like can you play? It wasn't quite that, but that's hilarious. No, and then here she it said, is. Here it is. Hey, can you? <laughs> you don't got it. You don't got this song. Got this song. And she's like, I just love to see us ex- like expressing our culture and oh, stuff us. like this. And I'm like, wait, what's all this we and us? <laughs> that's that's the face, face I made. Now. That's now it's me. I was like, hell yeah. And then I finally just turned, get, rolled the shoulder over and just looked at the laptop because, <sighs> yeah, just, you know, when you're like, because this is inviting. My shoulder is, yeah. eventually I just, all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to close that circuit because that was Shut crazy. The shoulder on this one. Also, also DJing with a shoulder out like that is, it looks interesting to anyone coming into the room. That like, is true. What's up? <laughs> What's this provocative ass pose? This <laughs> a Prince cover. <laughs> yeah, you look like a you look like a Duran Duran cover. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> like that Hall of Nose cover with that makeup on. Oh, yeah. My God. <laughs> yeah. We're out of here. We're ending it on that. I've had enough. And Lena, oh thank God. you so much for joining us. Yes. Oh, Sorry that you that you got put through that off the rails segment right there. <laughs> No, not at all. You guys make That's me what we do so the best. The rare second goodbye. Thank you so much. Everyone, that was amazing. make sure you go follow Edwina on socials. Stay up to date with what she's got going on, and we'll see you next week. Same time, same place. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye.